We want to welcome you today to the Blessing from the Valley podcast with your host, Pastor Mark Brandon. Join Pastor Brandon as he takes a new look at the old book, the Bible. Well, I want to thank you for joining us today for this episode of The Blessing from the Valley. And this is your host, Pastor Mark Brandon. And we are coming to you from Chattanooga, Tennessee, the scenic city of the South. And we hope and pray your day is going well. And uh, we want to come to you today with just another principle or a promise from God's Word that will hopefully brighten your day. And uh, that's what we're uh, trying to do. We all need our days brightened. Uh, in this dark world. And I'm glad that we have the glorious light of the gospel. Amen. Hope you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your Savior. And uh, he certainly is worth knowing. And by faith, you can trust him. Hopefully you have. If not, then I want you to know Jesus Christ died to save every human being on this planet. And he was buried for every human being on this planet. And then praise God, he raised from the dead for every human being on this planet. And by faith, we can trust him. The Bible says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. What a beautiful plan of salvation. But today I want to deal with another great doctrine of the Christian faith. And I just want to simply deal with the rapture, the comfort and the challenge of the rapture. And we're going to find this in 1 Thessalonians uh, chapter number 4. And, of course, this is a well-marked passage in my scripture or in my Bible uh, because when I do funerals, I normally always uh, end the graveside committal with 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13 through verse 18. And I want to just kind of expound on that, uh, maybe a few of these uh, podcasts to try to be a great encouragement to you today, dealing with the rapture of the church. Now, I want you to know that word rapture, Uh, That very word, the exact word, is not used in the Word of God, but the principle is in the Word of God. And we're going to look at one of those words here today. So let's look at it in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. The Bible says, verse 13, But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. And I want you to notice verse 17. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up, shall be caught up, together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Now, there's not a better passage of Scripture on the rapture of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, when we talk about the rapture of the church, we know that this is a foundational doctrine for the Christian faith. Now, the doctrine and the belief is clear in the Word of God. And we just read one of the passages where it makes it very, very clear. But in verse 17, I, I even emphasized that as I was reading it, we use, we see the two words caught up. What does that mean? It means to seize or to claim for oneself, to, um, to snatch away or to snatch out. So this is a beautiful concept, talking about the ones that are alive. And of course, we know that the ones that are asleep uh, the Bible's talking about people that have already died, 
they're in their burial place, where, wherever that might be. Uh, the Bible says when the Lord Jesus returns, he's, gonna, he's going to uh, raise the dead, uh, the bodies from the dead, and they're going to meet up with their soul in heaven. But then the ones that are alive during the rapture will immediately, the Bible says, be caught away. So this is talking about the rapture of the church. So what a beautiful, beautiful belief. What a beautiful doctrine that we hold to the Christian faith. Now, this hope sets us apart from all others. And I want to just really just talk to you about the comfort, but also there's a challenge when we talk about the rapture. But I do want you to understand that I'm trying to emphasize that this hope does set us apart from all others. The Bible says that we're not to sorrow, not even as others which have no hope. So knowing that the rapture is going to take place and the ones that are alive are going to meet together in the Lord and also the ones that are dead are going to meet together with the Lord. What a reunion. So this is a great hope. So let me just give you a few things about the comfort of the rapture. Number one, there's a reminder here. In verses 13 through 15, it's really what he's dealing with here is he's dealing with confusion and worry. You know, he's trying to encourage these folks, look, I don't want you to worry. Uh, I don't want you to be ignorant concerning them what you're asleep. No doubt people were struggling with people that have already died, just like we do. But it's wonderful to know that we have peace and we have hope that we're going to be able to see those people again if they know Jesus Christ. So he is dealing with people that are confused, and he's trying to help people that might be worrying or even sorrowing. So he gives words of comfort here. Verse 13 is very clear. He says, look, I don't want you to be ignorant. I don't want you to be ignorant about ones that have already died. He said, I want you not to sorrow not. He said, sorrow not even as others which have no hope. So they were worried. Maybe they were worried about loved ones. Maybe you're worried about loved ones. But if they were saved and they knew the Lord Jesus Christ, then look, those that were buried, um, we don't have to lose hope for them. Uh, we don't, we don't, ones that are, that are already saved, we're, yes, we're going to miss them. Uh, when they die. Yes, we, 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 we shed many tears and we have a lot of sorrow because we miss people, but our hope is not gone because why? Because those that were buried, we understand he remind, he's reminding them, even though they have died, that you don't have to lose hope. Uh, just as Christ had rose from the dead, so will they. And so when I go and perform a committal service at a graveside, I always tell everyone there that gathers around the tent, I tell them, look, this is really not burial ground. This is resurrection ground. If this person or this loved one uh, was saved and knew the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord Jesus Christ is going to come back and get this body. That body is going to come up out of that ground. So what a beautiful picture of hope. We don't have to lose hope because we're going to see him again. Uh, we can just say, see you later. Now, obviously, we know there's still sorrow. There's still sadness. There's still struggle because we're going to miss our loved ones. But doesn't doesn't say that we're not going to be happy or sad. That's an emotion. Joy is something that stays. Or someone that has uh, hope, that remains. And so he gives a word of comfort here and makes sure he reminds them, look, even though they have passed, if they know the Lord Jesus Christ, you have hope. You're going to see them again. They have hope. So we understand he's reminding them. He's giving them words of comfort. Then I want you to notice this. In verses 14 and 15, he gives them words of confidence. He continues to assure them. He gives them a word of confidence. Look what he says here. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. And then he says, look, I want you to be so confident about this. He said, we say this. This is not just something I'm telling you. He's telling these Thessalonians. He said, look, I'm telling you this by the word of the Lord. 
So he's saying, look, I want you to know um, these bodies, uh, they're not going to be forgotten. Uh, here's what he also said. They're not going to prevent. In other words, they're going to come before. I always kind of try to be a little, uh, maybe a little humorous at a funeral. Uh, I always, when I do the committal service, I'll say something like this. You know, they, they have six more feet to come. So God brings them first. Uh, we, we understand all of those that were born again, they know the Lord Jesus Christ as their Savior, no matter how long their body has been buried, no longer even if it was buried at sea, and no one knows where they are. God knows where their body is, and he is going to reunite that body with us up in heaven, and that is called the rapture of the church. They're going to be caught up. So he's reminding all of us and everyone that when he was writing this epistle to, that if you have a loved one that has passed, if you have a friend or someone that has passed, and they know the Lord Jesus Christ, you do not have to worry. You can have comfort. You can have confidence that the Lord Jesus Christ, when he comes and with this rapture, he is going to bring them up. They will not be forgotten. They will be included in the rapture. And that is great hope. And that's why we go, when we go to a funeral and then we go to a committal service and we leave that graveside or that resurrection ground, we can leave there with hope knowing by the word of the Lord that if those people were saved and they knew the Lord Jesus Christ, we know beyond a shadow of a doubt God's word is true and we that body will not be forgotten. And the dead in Christ will rise first. They will be included in the rapture. And I am so thankful for that. I'm thankful for this reminder. And I'm hoping today that it's a great encouragement to you. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening today. Our prayer is that this episode was a great encouragement to you. And we invite you to join us again next time for the blessing from the valley.